It's uh, evening here in Hochlander Vein, where I live, and I'm heading out the door. It's uh, past 8 p.m. Uh, to recycle some stuff, actually. I just installed new containers here. These are underground containers for paper. And the other one, almost always full, this is for plastic. And you put it in this uh, strange circular container and then you press this down and then it falls into the uh, underground container. The thing is, these, this used to be uh, a container, uh, a regular one. They replaced it last week and I was actually very happy with that because the previous one was not big enough and apparently this is the only one for the entire neighborhood and there is every literally every single day people would dump their plastic recyclables next to the container because it was full and uh, <laughs> the problem is this one is always full as well it made me realize much more than ever before how much plastic I'm producing or well I'm not producing it but I'm using it and in a certain way I am also responsible for the production of all that plastic because I buy so much food wrapped in plastic from what I've heard the um, corona situation in the world has led to an explosive growth of the plastic bubble in a certain way the plastic problem in the world because of all the single-use protection stuff that is made often with plastic elements and it's really hard to recycle i'm gonna throw away this this glass we got three colors here green white and brown it's green and this is transparent glass not white of course transparent and then I have one more thing that I need to recycle, but I can't do that here. And it is the, the frying fat that I use, the oil that I use to fry stuff in the fryer. And this I, I've been using this for t around 10 times. And then when, it, when the color gets brown, you have to really get rid of it because uh, it starts to... Uh, generate carcinogenic elements so it can it, it becomes very unhealthy basically so um, fortunately there is a gathering station for this stuff because it's heavy it's three liters um, put it back in the original plastic container but fortunately those are recyclable um, they, uh, they have these collection points and then they will bring it to factories that are or refineries i think where they can still turn it into bio fuel which is maybe not the most uh environment friendly form of fuel but at least it's not fossil fuel so so my uh french fries will ultimately contribute to at least someone being able to drive around their cars <laughs> although i have to say that the Biofueled vehicles are pretty rare, at least here in the Netherlands. Most of it is electric cars. Those are very popular right now. And since a lot of our electricity is generated through solar and mostly wind energy, 
um, that is uh, right now actually a pretty economic option as well for many people. Of course, the actual cars that run on electricity are more expensive, often because they have double engines, right, or double systems. They can run on electricity, batteries, but then they have a pretty limited uh, radius. Although nowadays it's much better than it used to be. But you do also want to have a, a regular gas tank for situations where you don't have access to uh, recharging stations. But it's, it's good to see that a lot of these cars are... Uh, um, well, the, the price is coming down and people are more uh, conscious of what they do and how their choices, even the choice of a car, can have an impact, even small, but still the world is made out of small uh, decisions all added up. But how they, they can still think of the environment uh, when they get a new car. My car is old. I, it was gifted to me by a parishioner. I'm very well, very uh, happy with it. It's getting old too. It's now 12 years old, I think. Probably older. It's from. No, it's much older. It's a model from 2001. I got it second, uh, third hand. So, um, one of these years, it's probably not going to get through its annual uh, checkup anymore. And then I'll have to go get another car. Now, that is not going to be uh, a new car. I will never buy a new car. I did that once in my life, and it's such a waste of money. Uh, so you always have to get a car that is a couple of years old. You get a much better price, and usually these engines are so good nowadays. But I would also definitely consider getting an a environmental environmentally friendly car um, and another thing that I'm thinking of is getting a car with uh, more storage space so maybe get something that is a, like a semi not a truck of course but you've got these smaller cars where you can seat two or maybe three but then it has a compartment in the back uh, which is much larger than what I have now and that would be actually quite useful for uh, equipment, lights when I'm normally filming, I have stuff that is super lightweight. So I can even you know, just put it in a backpack and carry it around. But one, if I want to do anything more ambitious, like filming a talk show on location or anything, interviewing the Pope, <laughs> I may have to bring with me some more lights and equipment. And then it would be very useful to have a car that can carry it. Well, see, fortunately I'm not there yet, but it's good to start thinking about options before the car breaks down, because that's always the problem. car breaks down, you need a replacement quite quickly, and if you haven't given it some thought, then uh, you may be tempted to buy, or I may be tempted to buy just the first thing, and then I'm stuck with it for ten years. Same is true with computers, by the way. That's why I keep following the tech news. If... Uh, if the computer breaks down and you have no replacement, or phones for that matter, you still do want to know what your options are right away so that you're not forced to take a, a rash decision that you regret afterwards. 
Kids are playing outside here. One with the bike, the other one with the skelter. <laughs> He's very good at it. She's doing these uh, slides in the sand. <laughs> it's stuff that I only know from video games. Anyway, so this is a bit of a walk. Just cross the the tracks of the, the railroad tracks. Now I'm walking on a uh, this road made for bikes. <clears throat> so you can tell that the road is for bikes and not for cars because it has a red color. Actually, it's kind of a, like a dark, uh, kind of brown, reddish color. Uh, so it means that cars are allowed because there are some houses here on my left. So local traffic can still use this. But the bikes have priority. And if there is a bike in front of the car, the car has to slow down because the bike cannot be bothered by, by the car. So the, car, the cars are special guests. That's, that's, that's what I call it. They're special guests on this road. <clears throat> I got a bit of pain in my shoulder. I'm carrying the three liter jar of frying fat. But uh, I, this morning I woke up with a, a bit of a nightmare and I was all like all in a cramp. It was one of these recurring dreams that I often have, uh, especially when uh, I'm busy and there's a lot to do and I have to keep track of a lot of things at once. I get these dreams about uh, being at an airport it's always the same type of dream. The airports differ. Um, and in this case, I think my mom was there too. And she had uh, some health issues, which is true in real life as well. And for some reason, I had to get her on, a, on the plane. or And then I, I couldn't find the gate. I couldn't find the airplane. And I, at one point, I'm even running out, outside... And trying to ask the personnel that is guiding the airplanes on the, you know, on their way to the, <laughs> to take off, and it's like, oh, so where where is this gate? We don't know. What 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 plane do you need? Actually, I don't know. The plane with my mom. <laughs> and it's just a this weird dream. Uh, sometimes it's about trains, and I have to catch a train, but I don't use trains that much nowadays. So, airplanes. So strange. And it's a dream that feels like it goes on for hours, you know. For hours and hours I'm roaming the airport trying to find my gate. And then this morning I woke up almost in a panic. or Well, not really in a panic, but definitely disturbed. Like, oh, that plane, where is it? And then I realize I'm in my bed and my shoulder hurts because I've been, I don't know, just lying in this... uh, fetus position yeah it's weird sometimes how your subconscious mind plays tricks on you okay let me see there is the container oh it's also a subterranean container for the no that's for PMD so that's for plastic let's see this one is for paper the other one is for plastic and metal that one is for glass. So where is the container for frying fat? It's not here. Maybe the other supermarket. This is the little, it's the uh, German 
franchise. <clears throat> Maybe the Jumbo has it. Otherwise, there's also the Albert Hein. Hmm. We shall see. I think a Jumbo usually is pretty mm, focused on the environment. Uh, they can also bring your batteries there. And chemical stuff, not. That's never in the supermarkets because probably risks of explosions or con- contamination. You have to bring that to the uh, to a special place in the uh, on the industry, the place where they have all the factories and stuff. These kids with their motors or motorbikes, super obnoxious. They drive around the village all the time and then they do these wheelies and make a lot of noise. Trying to impress their girlfriends. I will never get that. I'm not a typical... Let's see, is there something here? Uh, no, that is for... Oh, there it is. Maybe it's here in the corner. Yeah, this is it. Oh, no. Batteries, electrical devices, and lamps. Okay. I'll just keep on searching. Strange. Strange, strange, strange. Oh, there it is. It's a regular old-fashioned container. All yellow, next to another container for paper. So here is actually where the the big containers are. And of course, people in my village rather dump it next to the container rather than walking for ten minutes. Okay, so oh yes, there's more more of that stuff inside of there. Okay, well, while I'm here, I might as well go visit the little supermarket, see if they've got some leftover food. That's another way, actually, to uh, prevent uh, spoilage. Is just, you know, usually I go here very late, right before they close. What time is it right now? So it's 8.30. This store closes at 9. And so towards the end of the day... They make the final rounds and they will do a deep discount on all the stuff that is perishable and uh, um, is no can, they can't sell tomorrow. Usually what I do is I, I just get it now and then I'll prepare tomorrow. <clears throat> I'll still eat, still cook myself tomorrow and then the next day I have to go film again. Usually on a filming day like that, I'll be, I'll be home late. So I'm actually, this is, uh, this whole, you know, environmental conscience is something that is, uh, has grown, really grown, uh, on me, uh, because of the Corona crisis. I think that I, I, I got gas for my car only once in the past three months. That's insane. It's also because of, you know, I've been working from home. I've not been filming anything. I've not had a reason to travel. And so, and the few times that I went to Amsterdam, I just took the train and wore a face mask. Um, This is the fruit section. 
And so the gas prices are still very low, probably also because of the crisis and nobody <laughs> needing to drive around that much. Oh, that lady's actually already probably downpricing the leftovers. Oh, no, it's just a customer. Let's see, this is the veggies. Veggies are good. <clears throat> oh, let's see if they got anything that I can use in the kitchen. Nope. Nothing. Some mixed vegetables, but that's just 30% off. Uh, no deep discounts this time. Oh well. Can't always be lucky. Let <laughs> me go to the meat section. See if they have anything. <coughs> uh, nothing here either. They've got some barbecue stuff, but you know, as much as I like using the barbecue, it's also time consuming. So I'm kind of uh, toning it down a little bit because otherwise I don't get anything done. And every time we fire up the barbecue, um, I go to bed too late. So, yeah. Let's see here. On the left, lots of French cheese. But that's a luxury that's really not necessary. For my survival, it is tasty though. And here is the exotic stuff from Spain and Mexico, and what's well, old Mexican style? What else have they got? Feta, Mexican style hamburgers. Seriously, it's all made in Germany. <laughs> Nothing is real here. Oh well, I fi finally found something that I can use in my salads, and it is small pieces of chicken breast. And it is very cheap, just 25 cents. 300 grams, oh, 200 grams of uh, uh, cooked chicken breast for, and that's all already pre-cut, so you can put it in a salad. Yeah. That is definitely welcome. This is the uh, Chinese section. It's all made in Germany. Chicken skewers, salt, salmon fillets, Asian-style beef and beans. Why would you buy that deep-fried or deep, deep frozen? You can just make that yourself so easily. And then they've got dragon fruit ice cream, made in Germany. Nah, I'll skip it. <laughs> But as much as I've been uh, saving on um, uh, on gas by not using my car, I've actually been um, driving my uh, or using my bike much more. Even on on Sunday, and this was a first ever since we they merged the two parishes. The distances became too big, but this time I was able to. Uh, go to one church by bike and then since there is now an hour between the first mass and the second mass <clears throat> because of the corona of course communion for instance takes so much time 
I'm going to take this uh, sangria. It's like prefab sangria. It's not very good, but, you know, for warm summer evenings, maybe just what the doctor ordered. I'm going to add some fresh fruit to it myself. Bump it up a little bit in quality. Um, I was able to to, uh, take the bike and go all the way to Seuss, which is about half an hour by bike. And then I rode all the way back home. That was another 40 minutes. So I got more than an hour of exercise on a day that normally I wouldn't do any exercise at all because it's Sunday and it's kind of hard to uh, to realize. There's just not enough time. So I have to... The only reason I used my car recently is because of church. It should be the opposite, you know? Church should help to preserve... Um, or help preserve the, the environment. I'm just going to get some salsa dip. That also is something that I associate with summertime. Um, so that's one of the advantages of working out. Uh, I can have some snacks from time to time. <laughs> I'll burn it off anyway. One last requirement for warm summer evenings and that is nachos alright okay take the cheese flavored ones that's one of the things they do very well here in little it's all the unhealthy stuff (laughs) it's much cheaper than any other supermarket the rest is kind of evenly priced and then they have these kind of like similar like stuff that looks like the big brands but it is still you know it's some it's their usually their own their own stuff sabor tequila cerveza so beer with tequila taste okay yeah i'm not go- i'm gonna skip on the alcohol um the, the sangria is almost alcohol free it's mostly sugar <laughs> but um i've noticed that alcohol is actually preventing me from sleeping well and uh, yes now that I think of it maybe the reason that I got that nightmare was because the evening before I had a glass of whiskey with my friends and also a glass of wine and since I'm not drinking any alcohol normally in the evening it probably had more of an impact than normal And so you do sleep, it's easy to fall asleep, but then the quality of, of sleep is, uh, is definitely not on par with when I don't drink any alcohol. I'm not going to get a new <laughs> frying oil. Let's skip that too, I'm trying to lose weight. Actually, no, I'm not trying. Do or do not, there is no try. I am losing weight because I'm working out every day at least one hour, most of the time an hour and a half, two hours. And I'm going to do that at least for the rest of the month. <laughs> for the rest of next month. Because uh, as I shared before, it is having a massive positive impact on my overall creativity, energy levels, my, my state, my mental state. I've never realized how big of an impact physical exercise had until 
until this month, I started to, to put it into practice. Or you can just go to the vegetable section one more time, see if there is anything healthy that inspires me. <clears throat> They've got fennel. This is usually where I get my fennel for the the fennel soup recipe that I gave in the Father Roderick to the Max a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> Okay, I need to stop browsing because I'm going to end up buying stuff that I don't need. Like huge watermelons. I'm never going to eat that. <laughs> it's too much hassle. Oh, I can tell that there are some dark clouds on the horizon. Maybe we're getting, we're getting rain. Okay, what else have they got here? This is kind of a leftover section with sometimes also some... Good discounts. You see how puny I am with the money? <laughs> Always looking for... I normally hardly ever buy anything that isn't discounted. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> areas in my life where I think I can still really improve when it comes to my responsibility towards the environment is specifically the plastic. I've been shocked to see how much plastic, now that we're recycling it and I have to bring it to the container every week, I'm just like, all this plastic, and it's just one week. Imagine how much plastic I generate in one year. And and most of the stuff that I buy is, otherwise they would throw it away, so the plastic is already, you know, it's already there. But still, there must be other ways to do this. But I've, I've tried to uh, reduce my plastic, uh, my use of plastic during, was it last year's Lent, Lenten time? It was so hard. That's when you realize, especially in the supermarkets, everything is packaged in plastic. Literally everything. I look around here, I try to find something that is not in plastic. I don't see anything. And currently in my shopping cart the sangria is in a plastic bottle the chips are in even worse that's plastic and aluminum so it's not recyclable the crackers are in plastic the discounted uh, uh, what is it chicken is in plastic oh I've got two jars in glass so that's the only thing that is fully recyclable. Both the glass and the metal lid are recyclable. I'd say that Little is actually pretty good at uh, doing these. Um, uh, they're, uh, they allow you to bring your own bags, for instance, for, for the vegetables. So that could save a little bit. All right, then. Let me go pay. And I get a i got to walk home before it starts raining. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Uh, deze was afgeweest. Helemaal goed, is helemaal. Helemaal Oké, dingen
Yep. En bedankt. Nee hoor, tot ziens. Dag. It always uh, amazes me how kind people are uh, that work in the supermarket industry. This this guy looks a little bit like the uh, like the actor who plays Spider-Man. <laughs> very uh, very friendly, very kind. Even though he's he must have been sitting there for eight hours now, but uh, very polite. Hasn't always been like that in the Netherlands. But I think it's also part of the more the internationalization, I think, of, uh, uh, of my country and of business. So you sometimes also get these corporate uh, behavior rules. Wow, look at these clouds. Wow, they almost look three-dimensional, but they also look very menacing. Beautiful. The sun is setting and the sky is spectacular. You've got this, this blue... Yellow, and also the yellow from the sun that is setting and it's shining through from underneath it's lighting the clouds so it creates all these contrasts between the dark grey and the blue of the sky the dark grey clouds full of rain probably and then this, this golden lining around it very beautiful these are the moments that you wish you'd had a camera well, I have a camera, I've got my phone, but there are also houses here. But this is the kind of sky that you wish for when you're filming. <laughs> so spectacular. I had some of these skies when I was uh, filming in Scotland. And we would just sometimes stop the car and get out of the car just to film the fantastic skies. And it was a, a window of about half an hour. And while we were standing there, the sun would disappear and everything would turn dark and gray and boring. But you are so happy to have that footage. And we scattered it throughout the, uh, the documentary. <laughs> it looks so spectacular. Oh, if there is one other wish. You know, with Cliff uh, Ravenscraft, we've been talking about my values, my priorities, my dreams. And of course, I try to um, be realistic about what is feasible if I really want to protect my core values. One of my pitfalls has always been uh, trying to do too much and thereby sacrificing my own health, which is an important value to my life, actually. I cannot do anything without my health. It's also a responsibility. My care, uh, my mission for my parishioners, my pastoral mission for my followers on uh, on social media, on YouTube podcasting my responsibilities <clears throat> as a son to my parents the uh, responsibility I have towards myself, all that to keep that in balance, I can't be too uh, ambitious in the sense that you can't do everything at once, which is very much my tendency. So we redistributed some of the tasks and limited also my undertakings this month. And I'm happy I did because it did help me to keep that, to maintain that balance. And there are so many times in my life, especially in the most recent years, that I completely lost that balance and I, was, I felt overworked and I was on the verge of 
collapsing almost. And whereas now I'm doing what I want to do, uh, everything that I do is intentional, or most of it is. Oh, look at that sky. Oh, wow. I'm really tempted to take a picture, but there's just this one house in the foreground, but, and I'm pretty far away. Maybe if I can reframe it, sometimes I can zoom in. Oh, there's a horse behind me. It's like, what is that sound? Okay. Let's see what I can do. Oh, the camera. The phone is actually causing disturbance. Look at that sky. Okay, I'm just going to zoom in a little bit. Get that tree in. Maybe a bit of the grass. Oh no, it's already disappearing. That's how fast you have to be. Oh wow, okay. I'm just trying this real quick. One more focusing on the house, maybe. Maybe this asks for a wide-angle photo. Wow. Oh, yeah, wide-angle certainly does a trick. Cool. All right. I'll probably have to do some Photoshop magic to uh, get more detail in the shadows. Because the sun is coming from the direction in, in which I'm fo- taking the picture. So everything in the foreground is super dark. But the silhouette is not that interesting. So, well, I'll figure it out. You'll see it on Instagram. <laughs> but um, the one dream that I could not fit in, but that is still, for me, very important, is this bigger dream of making these international documentaries. And going back to the footage that I shot in the past five years, and it's all so good. I mean, the stories are good, the stuff is good, and I've only used small portions of it in my TV show because, well, it is only 25 minutes long, and the audience is not the same as the international audience. But I'm just so eager to finally finish this. But in order to really pull it off, it needs to have my laser focus. And you can only dedicate all your resources if you've, if you've gotten rid of all the other... Well, at least of, the, of some of the other jobs. Or you need to outsource it. And in order to outsource it, uh, you need income. And right now, uh, I'm happy that I can finance what I do now in order to get to the next level. Um, we'll need to figure out some other ways in which we can uh, level up in a certain way. But it will come, I'm, I'm convinced. That is maybe the difference with uh, a while ago. I'm now so motivated by the changes, small changes, but very important changes in my life, that I'm uh, much more confident that I'm on the road to this dream, to realizing this dream. And I'm no longer stuck in this, this loop of, you know, oh, I'll never be able to do it. Oh, I'll have to postpone it. Uh, why, how, why can't I get rid of everything that's bothering me and everyone that's bothering me? So, that, so if only the world was different, then I could realize my dreams and gosh, have I changed. 
I know I can realize this dream no matter what the circumstances are. But not everything at once. And uh, you have to work your way towards the realization of the dream. So you have to be on target. You have to stay on target and then you have to devise strategy and, and also... Uh, find, literally uh, seek for ways in which that can become a reality and I'm sure that I will find out how it could also very well be that, the, that life itself will, will solve the problem sometimes that happens still not certain about my fate on television next year, it could very well be that it's all over and they'll tell me, well unfortunately we're going to take your program off air and and they may offer me like a a bit of compensation that's usually what happens you know you take they take the program off the air and they tell you but but you can still do the website here here you have a few pennies go make something for the internet because apparently when you do something for the internet it's not worth money (laughs) and i know what my reaction will be when that occurs i'll say no thank you and I will go on to greener pastures. At the same time, right now, I'm making the most of, uh, of this situation. And uh, I have, I think, so much experience that I gained over the years of making TV that um, that is only an investment that will certainly pay off later on. So, yeah, the dream is there. The ambition is certainly there. But step by step, not everything has to change this month. As long as I know where I'm going and I feel confident about myself. And that's certainly something that I feel right now. I feel very confident that um, this is I'm on the path to growth and to success. That sounds... I'm almost whispering it. Because I've never... This is not in my... <laughs> in my education. This is not how I was raised. But I actually have to be more confident in saying... I'm on the road to success. Because success is different from how I would define it uh, in the past. This is not about becoming a celebrity. It's not about ego. Success is meeting the great expectations the dreams meeting is having the results that you dream of and maybe in a, on a bigger scale the the things that god would would love me to realize now that's always risky business to to uh, equate your dreams with god's plan who are we to know what god's plan is but what I do know is that God wants to wants us to flourish and has given us talents and certainly doesn't want us to fail or be miserable. Look at it, the golden light on the church. That's oh, worth another picture. It's golden hour right now. So the church tower is bathing in this golden, almost orange light. Nine o'clock exactly. I can hear the bells. Well, not the church bells, but... Okay. 
Oh, it's kind of difficult to zoom in. I'll just take this uh, wide-angle shot. I frame it a little bit better. Uh, it still looks too much like a wide-angle photograph. Oh, this is better. Maybe, maybe if I put it this way. Uh, still not entirely happy with this. May lend itself to a square photo. There you go. Sometimes just changing the crop can create the best composition so boom mooi toch this is our uh, parish deacon and he hears me ja ik sta altijd te babbelen hier in de micro in de microfoon dus uh, er is iets veranderd aan jouw gezicht maar ik weet niet wat nee heb je andere bril Oh, dat kan ook, ja. ja, ja. Dat is een andere bril, staat je goed. Ja, ja, ja. nee, leuk. Maar ik ben ook grijs geworden. Ja, <laughs> ik ook hoor. Ja, jij hebt een brede scheiding. Ja, je wordt vanzelf grijs en, en kaal van deze corona-ellende. Nee, ik kwam van een doopgesprek af in Vat. Oh, ik heb er maar okay. één, dus ik denk, weet je wat, ga ja. liever naar de mensen zelf toe ja. dan naar de pastorie. En ik zag je in één keer staan en ik even kijken wat hij nou aan het uitzien Ja, ik ben even een foto, het is een mooi gouden licht, dus ik denk ik ga dat even nog op de foto zetten. Dat heb je niet elke dag. Alles dus, goed? Uh, Nog alles is uh, veel gezegd, maar... Uh, <laughs> nou ja, je ouders bijvoorbeeld. Ja, de, mijn ouders zijn... Ik ga dit heel eventjes afronden, anders denk ik die luisteraars ook van waarom zit hij nou te praten. I'm just going to wrap this up in, in English here for a second, otherwise you, I will not force you to listen to this conversation in Dutch for, for 15 minutes. Not understand. Well, thank you so much for listening. This was another episode of The Walk. I'll be back, as you know, and if you want to support me, patreon.com slash fatherodrick. You know the drill. Hey, thanks for the privilege of your time, and we'll talk soon. God bless.